0: Welcome to another week of Don't Forget Your Position. I'm Nick Fady, your host, and join me this week as we discuss a number of different stories in in sport. Um, I'll be speaking a little bit about Lamelo Ball and his Puma Basketball endorsement. I'll be speaking about Nick Kyrgios and his brand, and then I'll speak a little bit about Lionel Messi and where he might end up, and Sammy Fady and Jack Morcoroli from last week will be joining me to chat a little bit about that as well. So yes, I hope you like this week's show. So Lamelo Ball is actually looking like he's going to be signing with Puma Basketball, um, you know, in this massive endorsement deal even before he's drafted. So look, we 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 can see that he may go number one. You know, definitely going to go top five. They got Wiseman, they got Edwards in that draft class as well. Um, but out out of the pick, he's definitely the most popular out of them all, especially, you know, here in Oz, we saw what he did with Illawarra. Um, so, I mean, he's he's going to definitely start his NBA career all gun, guns blazing. And Puma have really, if they can get this done in the next few days, they've really struck gold, I believe. I mean, we spoke about it on the podcast last week. We spoke about who Puma should try to get as their trailblazer, as their, you know, captain of the ship, of of the basketball um, division moving forward as they try to win some market share from Nike and Adidas. And Lamelo didn't come to mind truthfully because I was really thinking of um, current NBA players, you know. So that's that's my bad. But I should have been thinking Lamelo because when this, you know, when I did hear about this news, um, I know it's not done yet. All speculation, kind of at, at this stage. But you know, when I when I saw Lamelo and, and Puma together in the same sentence, it really like. You know, it, it resonated and it's it's sunk in a little bit, and I started thinking about this is perfect, perfect for both. Um, Puma need that face, need that popular player that has really you know done some good things at his age already, but has a beautiful future ahead of him, um, and he's definitely going to be you know multiple All Star, maybe MVP one day. And Lamelo really needs to be the he needs to be the golden child of something, you know, be the the baller brand the the big baller brand um you know not really doing so well lately i mean they are they going to kind of be absorbed by this whole deal I'm not too sure but um you know what's best for business at the end of the day who, who knows but lamella needs to be the face of, of whatever he he ventures into and what this opportunity may open up for um open up for me in the, in the future we'll see but this is a good deal for deal for him you know he's a vibrant Kind of player he's a fresh new character um entering the scene and that's what puma need and that's kind of what puma are so you know just like we spoke about last week with Kawhi and new balance and how their personalities kind of match and how that works this it looks like this may work as well it looks like lamello training puma is something good for for himself and and puma and the basketball world it's going to give a new option you know, when, when you're at Foot Locker next um, or JD Sports, when you're looking for the next um, player shoe, you can look at your jaw and look at your Adidas and, and Nike and New Balance. And now you've got Puma with Lamella Ball, hopefully. So I think it's a good fit. Let's hope they get this deal signed um, before he gets drafted. If he goes number one, it's going to be that cherry on top for the brand. Um, so yeah, Jay Z is the one pulling the strings from what I can can hear anyway i don't know i don't know how legit that whole thing is but you know you'd think with someone like jay-z behind it or they can get this done and lamella is going to be someone that can develop into someone who can um bring in new talent for for the future for for puma so yes watch this space um but yeah something nice to come out of of the week based on last week's episode you know we, we did speak a lot about other brands um other endorsement deals um, specifically Yanis and and Kawhi and Steph Curry. So this is another one to add to the mix. It's great. It's great for basketball and it's great for for Puma and Lamello. So moving back home um, in terms of marketability and, you know, who's the most prominent athlete, you know, to really set up a whole campaign around. I mean, if you have to choose as a marketer, who would you choose is what I'm trying to say. And then, you know, Sam Kerr comes up. You know we can see what she's done with the matildas you know in terms of a branding point of view and how she's really um become the face of the matildas and and women's football as that evolution continues so it's great to see what she's done and what she can produce on and off the pitch which is good um and you know danny rick daniel ricardo comes up as well um you know in this conversation and just his smile his charisma whenever you see him out and about you get a you know you get a sense of pride um for being Australian, you, you know he's 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 an in, he likes he likes to have a laugh and he likes to really be personal with 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 people and um, commentators and journalists and that rubs off really well with a lot of people out there watching um, Formula One and even when he's not um, even when it's just the Grand Prix time of year here in Melbourne, um, you can see him out and about you know in the media and people just love him so whatever sort of endorsement that he gets involved in. You know, it's it's always it always does well just just by having his face pretty much there. So he's another one. But really, I want to speak about Nick Kyrgios. I think Nick Kyrgios is the most marketable athlete in Australia. I mean, he you know he's pretty polarizing in terms of the fact that people either love him or hate him. But really, this year he's really come into his own and he's matured a lot more off the off the court, off the pitch, um, off the tennis court. He's matured a lot and, you know, we've seen it with the bushfire appeal that he pretty much organised and we see it with the social justice issue that's happening now. He's teaming up with Ben Simmons and other Aussie athletes, which is really good to see those guys getting involved as well. And, you know, he's got a foundation, um, you know, for underprivileged kids, kids which not a lot of people know about. Um, so, you know, he's got this, you know, good heart that people are starting to see, um, you know, and a you know, couple of that with his on-field on court ability, um, you know, it's really a a marketer's dream. It's just obviously in the past, he may have ruffled a few feathers, um, may not have a filter like other athletes may have, but you know, that can be good, that can be bad. And I understand why it may hurt, um, you know, his image in terms of a PR point of view, but I think he's really becoming more mature and he's learning how to control these certain things You know, whilst having an opinion from time to time, which is good, you know, like we saw during COVID, he he said a few things, which, you know, it it, it was the right thing to say, though. So I believe that when he, you know, in the future, he's going to, you know, have have a bigger voice in the public, especially in, in Australian tennis. And, you know, people are starting to really come around. And you can see when he gets knocked out of this show and open Channel 9. Um, they pretty much have him on the next day, the next match, commentating. So he's going he has this opportunity, you know, in he's got this opportunity to really be a public figure and to do well and to do good for the the community because he's that sort of guy. So I, I really think um, you know, besides the bad boy aspect that we've all seen, you know, he might come up from time to time. I mean, it's tennis, it's you have to wear your heart on your sleeve, but I think he's um yeah, he's really evolving. Um, I hope he can continue playing well. You know when when the tennis resumes. I mean next year. You know when everyone kind of gets back to it. Um, so that can really leverage his profile, leverage his um, public image, and and all the cool the good stuff he's doing off the court. Um, so that's why I really think he's he's definitely the the top dog in this in this circumstance. I think he, he's got the potential to really finish out his career um, a very long you know successful career as a you know much loved athlete in in Australian sport and yeah i mean he doesn't have a coach we all know that um you know he, he really turns it up against the big players and he can really beat the big players he's been he's been the more we, we see that it's just you know when he's playing you know those lower ranked um tennis players that he really lets his guard down maybe he needs a coach maybe he doesn't maybe that will come and click um will come together really soon so yeah in in and when that happens you know regardless of if he wins a grand slam or not he's always going to get people to the matches and that's that's another thing about him he's just you, you have to gravitate towards him when when the tennis is starting and and you just you want to see how he does it's just he's got that factor that i don't know how to describe it but he's got that thing about him which even if if he's you know australia's most wanted at any given time of day you know in, you know how quickly the media can turn around on on these athletes people still want to know how he's doing so yeah it's how you use him though in, in a market sense in a in a marketing sense um and obviously there may be some PR issues that may come from time to time but I, I really think he's definitely the most marketable uh, Australian athlete out there today and let's hope that he continues this this um good form and um yeah d- do well in in the future <laughs> So, Messi looks like he's going to be leaving Barcelona after all these years. Um, It looks like it's finally going to happen. Bit of a falling out with the the club president. But, um, yeah, obviously there are some big clubs that are after him. Manchester City, uh, United. Inter Inter Milan actually came up a, a few months ago. Oh, sorry. Probably a few weeks ago, actually. And but they were definitely the first one that I heard about um, that wanted Messi. Uh, whether they can afford him or not, I do not think so. Um, PSG, obviously, with Neymar having that connection um, from his time at Barcelona, is another front runner. You'd think PSG or City would be the ones that can, you know, really uh, afford his wages and and his transfer um, over from Barcelona. So look, who knows where where he may end up? He may end up staying in Spain at Barca um, and you know, he might also get Argentina and finish out his career there You know from now, it looks like, you know, I reckon he'll probably end his career there um, But I was thinking maybe when he's a bit older um, So that's al- always a possibility and also there is the the China factor, you know, Middle East these sort of places um, America, but the thing about Man City is that if he does sign with them, he, he can get something after that looks like from what I heard, uh, Man City will offer him, you know, a three-year contract, and then he will go play for New York City and, and end his career there, which is not a bad gig either. You know, especially how good the MLS is going, um, as we spoke about in previous episodes. So look, where he goes, it's it doesn't really matter. He's going to do great in his last couple of years. I, I really believe in. No matter who you put around him, you know, they're all going to perform and they're going to terrorize defenses and. And really push for titles. Um, Man City will probably be the the favorites again to take the title back from Liverpool if he goes there. But, you know, PSG will probably dominate and that could bring them the the Champions League that that has eluded them the whole time um this whole time since their buyout. So where he goes, um, who knows? And you know, how good he does at a specific team, um, and which one fits him best, that's another discussion. But I really want to talk about his marketability, obviously, at you know. In these markets and which which market would be best for him um, and and who can use him use Leo Messi the best in terms of a branding point of view and endorsing their league and their style of football and and what um look going to England uh, I mean it's it's the Premier League you know Prem, whether it's City or, or United or, or even if Chelsea come up with the goods I don't think so I think they've spent a bit already but um, you know the Premier League Probably the best you know best at it in the world in terms of how they market their product and you, you can see that over the last 20 years and how big they've grown their their league um in terms of of italy i think juve um i don't think that he'll go to juve um but if they get the cash together they'll be amazing to have ronaldo and messi on the same team just imagine imagine what that can open up but him going to Inter um I know I said I don't think Inter can afford it but you never know as well having that last kind of dance between Ronaldo and Messi will do wonders for the City, um and Sky is the limit for for them um if that happens and who knows what kind of TV deals they'll get all around the world um I know we, we see the City A and in Australia, but if they get Messi and Ronaldo in the same league, they're just anything can really happen um, over there and it'll be great to see as well. Um, Barcelona, if he stays in Barcelona, I mean, you know, they've they got to really treat him like a king, the king he is, and they have been treating him like a king, but they can't really let him um, get dissatisfied like he has been lately. Um, and that comes from the wider audience and the, and the wider public and, and the mainstream media, all these sort of things really need to suck up to Bar- um to, to Messi but really show him they appreciate him. Um so yeah, PSG, if he goes with Neymar, I mean it's it's gonna be a bit unfair, but um in Paris I'm saying, in in that league, but the he's gonna have Messi and, and Neymar all over the streets of Paris. You'll see his face everywhere. Yeah, so look which one of these markets are the best i don't know asia as well and a whole another continent that can really use him um and and he'll probably be the most popular person in in the whole continent you would think uh and going back to argentina that they can obviously use him really well um the sort of endorsement deals he'll get back home that he probably gets now i'm not too sure to be honest what he you know how he's seen in in argentina i mean he really needs to win something with them and he's come close a few times but yeah, he, he, either of these places, either of these teams, um, will, will be able to use him on the pitch, and I'm sure that the respective, you know, leagues and and um and media outlets will be able to use his name appropriately. So, who will be the best um out of those out of those teams? Who knows? Uh, we'll have to wait and see. The decision is up to Messi. The decision is up to you know all the higher power decision makers, I guess, but for a marketer, it's, it's really interesting to see how, how his name is used, how his brand is used going forward in each of those markets. So sticking with Messi and his future, I'm now joined by uh, Sammy and Jack Moore from last week. How are you guys going today?
1: Good. Thanks, mate. Very good, guys. How are you?
0: Not too bad at all. Not too bad. Looking forward to the A-League Grand Final today. Actually it's yes, a couple up. hours
1: away. Look, yeah, I'm a bit disappointed that Western United didn't make it uh, because I could probably have cashed out about a thousand bucks. I
0: y'all? mean, they had a good season as a club, so they'll only
2: build
1: from there. What What are your thoughts
2: on the grand final?
0: Who's your tip?
1: Uh, I mean uh No, sorry, not I Min mean City, Melbourne City to win.
0: Look, I hope Melbourne City will win, but um, I think it will go down to extra. T- it will go to extra time. And probably penalties, so it's it's whoever wants it more. We'll
1: see. I think Melbourne City will will make it. Uh, just gut feeling.
0: They've got the momentum. You can see that from the last couple of weeks. So, yeah. Anyway, moving on to Messi. Um, look, he it looks like he's going to be moving away from Barcelona. Obviously, nothing has been signed just yet. Um, but you know, there's there's a lot going on at the moment, and we can't really say anything for certain until until it happens. But where do you guys feel that Messi will go in the summer?
1: Uh, I hope he goes to Serie A. That's not my prediction, but I would love to see him in Serie A, either with Juventus or Inter Milan. But realistically, if Man City or Paris Saint-Germain really wanted to sign him, they definitely got financial backing, which is, you know, very, uh, very strong, and um, overall, they're probably um, more likely to sign a player like Messi if, if we just look at the financial side of it.
0: Yeah, that's what I reckon as well. I think he'll go to um, Manchester City. Well, Guardiola is um,
1: there as well, so my Guardiola's take things, yeah.
0: exactly. And then he can finish his career uh, in New York City. Uh, similar to what Perlo did and Lampard, so
1: and maybe then he can join Melbourne City as well. So you'll be let's hey. hope so.
0: <laughs> let's hope he can finish those eight games. That we're still waiting for David Villa to. Hey, to there play. we go. Maybe yes. he can live in Bandura too. Yes, they actually. Um, <laughs> I heard they are going to build a Matilda's headquarters now oh, at Latrobe Uni. So a lot going on there. Uh, Yeah. So, look, personally, I I think he'll go to City. Um, I'd love to see him in the City. I don't think, you know, the Juventus option is possible, but um, seeing him and Ronaldo on the same pitch would just be amazing for Juventus as a club. But just putting him with Inter Milan and having him going up against Ronaldo one more time would be amazing for the City.
2: There's even talk about uh, Juve coming in and um, putting in uh, a decent little bid for him too, but... Personally, I think he's staying. I think, think he this is. I think this is a little bit of hoo ha. I think he's just a um, bit of a bluff. Why not? I mean, if we want to talk about marketing and branding, um, for a lot of the younger generation, I'm talking about you know kids who have grown up in you know from the 2010s and uh, even early 2000s. Um, well, obviously, when Messi started, I think there's no Barcelona without Messi, and La Liga always, always had that draw card of um, Cristiano and and Messi. So, yeah. if we want to talk on that aspect, I think it makes sense that he stays. And I think what is happening now, because there is no buyout clause, maybe there's a contract renewal, maybe there's a, an an amendment to a contract that Messi is looking at for. I think they're there's a few things we don't know what's going on behind closed doors, so you know we can't obviously speak freely with you know every, all the right bits of information. But I think Barcelona again will throw everything, uh, much like Milwaukee Bucks throwing everything at Yannis, I think Barcelona yeah. will do the same. I I have a feeling if he does leave, whenever that time is, he's going back to New old boys, and new think, old boys. He's got the he's got the money. He's, he's you know generations of grandkids have got their lives sorted um, yep. financially. I think for himself, he always wanted to play for his hometown boyhood club, and and yeah. I think uh, a lot of the Argentinians. Um, I have a couple Argentinian mates who who have told me he had faced a, a lot of negative sentiment in his younger years because he never really developed in Argentina and he never played in that league. It's a bit of a weird one. Um, but anyway, that, that's that's my point of view. I think he's staying. I think there's something there, contractual, uh, commercially. Um, yeah, maybe he wants someone at the top level sitting up there in the suits out. Um, and I'm sure he has a lot of pull, especially at Barcelona. So yeah. it's his club, and I think he can call shots. Um, transfer market. You know, um, board
0: of director level, everything. So he's got some bargaining power, that's that's for sure. He's and, got some um, purchasing power too, I think. So that's true. Yeah. And look, going back to Argentina, we saw what it did for Maradona at the end of his career in the twilight years of his career. Sure. And Messi knows that he's got that option, but he would also want to redeem himself with the Argentinian public, failing to win a couple yeah. of trophies, which he probably should have won for Argentina. Uh, a few years back so look that's that's an option as well personally i think he will get there but probably towards you know his late 30s early 40s if he's still going um but yeah who knows and like you said about the the la liga it look for my generation personally it was premier league was king you know throughout the the late 2000s and and early 2000s and then when real madrid and barcelona really started to win those champions league and ronaldo was was up against Messi every year. Um, that's really when the Liga kind of, in, in my eyes, overtook it, in a way. And now that's kind of gone. They they need something. They need somebody in the league to kind of see out the rest of this um, era. You know, waiting for the new guys to come along. So I think that him staying in Barcelona would, you know, is is very important for. For the league itself, not just Barcelona.
1: And also, Pep Maria Bartomeu, the president, doesn't want to be remembered as the president that let Messi no. um, But at the same time, if I, I look at this from, from an external position, but considering that Barcelona have got a very strong call of players. That are growing and being developed, such as Frankie de Jong, now they bought Janic from Juventus, Griezmann, Dembele, Coutinho. If you think about it, it would be business wise, like just looking at purely from a planning and from a restructuring point of view, it would be stupid to do anything to retain a 33 years old player. Um, Considering mm. that they've got such a strong base of upcoming players and also certainly not upcoming players because someone like uh, Coutinho, Pjanic, or Griezmann, they're actually uh, already, you know, uh, plays with, you know, very strong credentials. Um, yeah.
0: But do they generate the same amount of buzz that Messi can, you know, if, if there's he's, a pre season well, tour? He's
1: not just any 33 year old Giacomo. It's true, but at the same time, um, I believe that for Messi would be a good opportunity to actually move away from Spain and uh, look at measuring himself up in a new league, which could be Premier League. uh, Reinvent himself. As the benchmark and top league in the world at the moment. But at the same time, it could be an opportunity for him to join Serie A and have either an actual rivalry similar to the Real Madrid-Barcelona having Cristiano Ronaldo for Juventus and Messi at Inter Milan. Or even something which would probably blow most people's minds having Messi and Ronaldo playing for the same club, in case of no. Juventus. Then how do
0: Juventus do that going forward? <laughs> how do they kind of use both of them in the same, in the same framework and well, really wanting to?
1: I think it's better to have that kind of problem than not having it. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Um,
2: how many jerseys yeah. are they selling next season?
0: I'm pretty sure just on jersey sales alone, they made a profit from Ronaldo. So having Messi in the mix, I mean, they can do all sorts of crazy stuff with those two.
1: They would definitely attract a lot of attention internationally. But again, we're talking about fantasy football at the moment. um, And then
0: there'll be a lot of pressure on them as well to win that Champions League. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. They sent Ronaldo to win the Champions League, but uh, clearly it hasn't worked. As they exactly.
0: Uh, well, which which league do you think needs Messi the most right now? I mean, I think the Premier League, as much as I think he's going to go there, I don't think the Premier League really needs him at this stage, to be honest. I think Serie A would love to have him at this stage and have that Ronaldo versus Messi rivalry for one last time. Um, so that's that's why I think he should go, just in... Just for a, in terms of a football lover, I really want to see that happening, but I think he will go to the Premier League even though i don't think i don't know i don't think they can do much with him to be honest like the like the italian league can do Or, or i don't think they need him like the italian league does so what, what are your thoughts on that? I think you've got to look at the uh the t v rights um, as well in terms
2: of you know marketability and and reach i think obviously the best TV rights in the world of football goes to the English Premier League yeah, it's exciting football there's mm. you know plenty of analysis and there's plenty of build up um, there's plenty of shows and breakaway shows and, and so forth And I, I, yeah it's obviously vibrant colours on the broadcast um, if you look at that aspect then definitely the Premier League is miles ahead and, and if you add Messi to that who knows where where that league can go but I think Syria are for me personally, is one of the most underrated leagues, And yeah. not only um, on the field, which I know we don't want to talk about too much here, but even off the field, um, you know, as an Australian Lazio fan who doesn't speak Italian, there's so many different ways I can reach out and, and grab content on yeah. match reports. On, um, I've followed this team for, for five years and had no trouble doing so in yeah. in a language I don't speak. And Excellent. you know and, and it's you know it's a not the best team, definitely not a Champions League team apart from this season coming up. But do you know what I mean? It's yeah the content is there online and digitally. It's yeah. um it's picking up. So I think you add your your Ronaldos, your Messi's and so forth to that league, mm. um along with good football and, and good fan base and, and having that good foundation which a lot of the teams in Italy do. You know, your Milan teams, obviously Juventus, even the teams from Rome, um, you know, have a great history challenging amongst Europe and European yeah. trophies. So, English Premier League, obviously, the number one marketable league, but I don't I don't think the Serie a is too far behind. It just needs that killer link. Yeah. Ronaldo started it. I think it needs to progress. Um, yeah. And then coming back to my first point on the TV deals, I think that will come. Um, I don't know who has the... T- or you might help me out here. I don't know who had the TV deal with Sudia and broadcasted worldwide. I think it might be different for different regions. Um, but yeah, that's something that could definitely pick up that league.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's about attracting new, a new audience, a new demographic, and the Italian league can really benefit from using Messi. I mean, look at Imagine all, all of the different countries that will tune into the CDR that aren't already doing so. Um, you can see how big La Liga is in places like India and you know the rest of Asia and yeah. the Middle East, and they don't speak Spanish. But Messi, Ronaldo, all these years being there, it, it's it's massive. So yeah, CDR, correct. this is an opportunity for them, I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, and what about Messi? Where do you reckon he should? Which which environment is best for him to actually finish his career? I mean, it would be amazing for him to end in Argentina. Rosario, um,
2: of you course, was all boys.
0: Yeah, of course, we all the he'll be he'll have all the commercial endorsements that he you know thrown at him pretty much in his in his native country. But I think honestly, I think he he will end up in America at some stage, and I think that will just be the cherry on top for the MLS, as we spoke about in, in previous podcasts. But, yeah, I don't... Like I said, I don't think the Premier League is best for him to go to, to be honest, because the style of play is a little bit faster, and it may... Uh, he's going to do great there, I know, but he, he may discredit his legacy if he doesn't, you know, win a Premier League or doesn't win a Champions League with one of these teams. Um, Serie A, you know, you, you're saying it's a, it's, it's a great league to be a part of, but I think... You know, At the end of the day, going back to Argentina will be amazing for him to end his career. And what do you guys reckon?
1: We didn't speak think, about it. Go for it, mate. So, no, I was just saying, I think Serie A would be the most intriguing option for him. One, because you can't recreate the rivalry with Ronaldo or potentially, as I said, fantasy football stuff, joining <laughs> Juventus and having him and uh, Ronaldo playing for the same team. And also because he, the Serie A has been missing a, a player of his, or I mean, Argentinian player of his kind of level uh, since Maradona played for Napoli. And that could recreate a kind of uh, attraction around the Serie A because of the link between Messi, Argentina, and obviously Maradona back in the days. Um, Actually, Messi would be a great fit for Napoli. even that they're the most passionate um, club, can you imagine the airport? Oh. Yeah, there would be. Have you watched the uh, yeah. the movie? Yeah,
2: definitely. Yeah, I think we watched it together, mate.
1: Yeah, actually, we watched it together in Cal. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, we actually, Nick, you touched on it. The MLS, I think that would be amazing. Uh, even if he does join his mate, David Beckerman, into Miami, I think
0: mm, that will bring, well,
2: I just don't think the league is up uh, to the right standard. I've been trying to watch it over the last couple of days because <laughs> there's nothing else to watch on TV here uh, in lockdown in Melbourne. But um, I, don't, I don't know how how anyone will defend him, 33, 34, 35 years old. He's gonna kill it. So
0: I think, oh, that's 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 why I'm saying. I think you should go there just just for these couple of years as well. Maybe not right away, but you know, go there, get a couple of um, Play of the Year awards, and then end up in Argentina rather than go to the Premier League and yeah, and, and football. I know he likes will, to be challenged, but
2: I mean, yeah. history repeating itself. Pele, um, yeah,
0: David Beckham, Monreal,
2: yeah. I mean, even in the 80s and so forth. So you never know what that mm. could bring, and if any of these clubs are going to afford £150 million um, purchase, that's another thing you've got to think about too. It's, you're not just going to walk into that club. and um, you know, I don't know how the
0: salary cap works there, but um, yeah, yeah. it'll be
2: an interesting one.
0: They, they have their draft as well there, so don't forget about that. Um, oh, you could go number one. Yeah, and and we're also forgetting China. You never know; they got Aaron Moy, so they can probably <laughs> snap no, up him man. as well. Yeah, seen more on the same
1: Would definitely attract more eyes to the Chinese Super <laughs> please, please, please no. We'll
0: anyway, um, one last question: Yes or no? Do you guys think currently how the A League is? Do you think we can get a talent on par to Messi? I know it, it's hard to kind of you know say someone's as good as Messi, but do you think we can get a talent like Messi in the future, like we have? had in the past with Del Piero and these sorts of players, do you think we're there up to that standard or it will take some time as a league? Marketability, I think, yes.
2: Uh, We've got some stadiums that will be full, but I think the money at the end of the day, it's going to come down to the money and Mm. not only, you know, here in Australia, our governing body needs to put in. yeah. So FFA needs to put in. So, Uh, It all depends on that. But in terms of, you know, marketability and how we're going to fill the stadiums, uh, we've got plenty of football fans here, plenty of football fans. And, and, you know, we'll bring more money just like Del Piero did, which is good. Um, I really hope it does happen because it needs it. But then again, we've got other problems here in Australia (laughs) (laughs) rather than just getting a marquee.
0: Cool. So thank you very much for joining us this week again. Uh, Next week, we'll touch some of the more important issues in world sport. Uh, Thank you, guys,
1: and see you next week. Thanks, See you, guys. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Thank you very much for joining us this week. We hope that you enjoyed the show. Thank you once again, Sammy and Jacquemore, for joining me to discuss this week's topics. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and follow us on Twitter at dfyp sports. We are also on Facebook and YouTube. Have a great week and we will see you next time.